Californium 252, signed 252CF, is a radioisotope first produced in 1954 at the National Reactor Testing Station in Idaho by bombarding platinum 239 with neutrons over a period of five years. However, the first isotope of Californium, um, Californium 242, was produced in 1950 in the University of California Radiation Laboratory in Berkeley by Gerald Thompson, Glenn T. Seaborg, and more by bombarding curium 246 with alpha radiation. Californium is a synthetically produced element only created through nuclear reactors through bombarding other elements with their radiation, called irradiation, using usually neutron radiation to try to force beta decay, converting a neutron to a proton, or fusion between heavy and light elements. This is called cold fusion. But the latter method requires almost as much force as how strong Alex is in order to overcome the electromagnetic force. Nowadays, it's only produced in the high-flux isotope reactor in Tennessee and SMR3 in Russia. It can be produced using either curium or berkelium. Using curium, it's produced through irradiation of isotopes curium-244 through 248 with neutrons, which yields californium-252, but also smaller amounts of other isotopes. With berkelium, it's created by irradiating berkelium-249 with neutrons to create berkelium-250, which immediately beta decays into californium-250, which is then irradiated again with neutrons to eventually produce californium-252. These process can take up to three years, which is about the same mental age as us, as it can be very difficult to force particles to fuse together. Californium emits an extremely large amount of neutron radiation at a rate of about 170 million neutrons per minute per microgram. This is almost as much radiation that it takes to kill Camus. This makes it incredibly dangerous to handle, even though neutrons are not directly ionizing. They can create unstable isotopes when colliding with other atoms in the body, which do, um, which do end up emitting ionizing radiation, which can be almost as deadly as Alex after you beat him in Sky Wars. Aside from this, it also emits alpha radiation. 96.9% .9 of the time it decays, it's through alpha radiation. The other 3.1% is through spontaneous fission, a process where an atom directly spits into two other atoms. It also emits gamma radiation, which can be difficult to measure due to the aforementioned spontaneous fission, as its decay products also emit gamma radiation. However, it is significantly less of an emitter of gamma radiation compared to other elements, which makes it useful as a neutron emitter. Because of these reasons, Californium-252 needs to be held within US. Type A Specification 7A shipping containers, as well as being fortified and led to prevent leakage of gamma radiation. The half-life of Californium-252 is 2.6 years. Its decay product is through alpha decay into curium-248 and an alpha particle. Californium-252 is one of the only transuranium um, elements to have any uses outside scientific research, as transuranium elements are about as useful as our brains. Its ability to emit neutrons make it excellent for neutron activation analysis, a process in which materials are bombarded with neutrons to create gamma radiation, which is then analyzed to determine information about the material. How this is done depends on the type of NAA. Californium-252 is one of the best neutron sources for NAA, namely for its relatively low gamma um, emission amount, as well as incredibly high neutron emission count. It also has quite a long half-life compared to other elements that emit neutrons as much. In the coal and cement industry, NAA is used to determine purity of resources live through prompt gamma neutron activation analysis, where gamma radiation is captured using a crystal and analyzed using a spectrometer. The different energy levels show the elements found as well as their concentration. Californium-252 is also used in portable isotopic neutron spectroscopy, a very similar technique to PGNAA but less intrusive. This technique is extremely highly used in the military industry as it can be used to detect um, materials and containers in the same way as PGNAA without risk of penetrating the material. This is really useful in the detection of concealed explosives and poisons and was a whole innovation to the industry when it was introduced in 1992 by Dr. Gus Caffrey. 
NAA is also especially helpful in the oil and prospecting industry as it helps determine the feasibleness for areas where drilling and mining may be done, namely to search for oil and water layers beneath or where gold and silver may be found. The type of NAA varies on the accuracy and constraints of the machinery needed. For example, if you need a prospect in a mouse hole or something like that, maybe you should use um, pins, but if you're going to go into a really open area, PGNAA may turn results faster. Speaking of machinery, another large use of Californium-252 is neutron radiography, a technique where an object is bombarded with neutrons and an image gets formed on neutron-sensitive film, similar to an x-ray. Since neutrons are chargeless, they can pass through most objects but are sensitive to light elements like hydrogen and or carbon. This makes it very useful for, for finding defects in any large machinery, from aircraft to fuel rods and nuclear power plants to even Alex. The final main use for Californium-252 is nuclear reactor startup. Since nuclear reactor fuel itself is not volatile on its own to start a nuclear reaction, sources of Californium-252 can be introduced to make sure the fuel has a steady supply of neutrons, otherwise the reactor may not decide to start and ins instead be lazier than a medivist student after getting a day off. Since Californium-252 is so unique in terms of being a useful transuranium element, this brings a lot of implications for the economy surrounding it. On the bright side, this brings in more funding for research into transuranium elements and gives react reactors a purpose to exist. However, this also means that there's a big purpose for it to sell it on the black market. For example, in the past 20 years alone, over $70 million of um, Californium has been busted on the black market, and that's not even counting the scammers that Alex is always talking about that try to pass off other rocks as Californium. Wow, how scary. 